Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, got a special one for you. We've revived the BS Cast, and uh, for you guys watching on YouTube, you might be a little deceived to start with because it might look a lot like a wrestling podcast. The Getting Over Boys have come out of retirement for a little uh, little BS Cast. Why not? You know, we do things like this. It's cool. As I mentioned. YouTube, there is a video, so you know, go and check it out, which is, uh, which is, uh, which is good. You know what else is good? Subscribing to your favourite podcast, which is obviously Cookie Cast, and uh, we in turn will give you some of the best content that money can buy. Wait a minute, what? Anyway, let's get cracking. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, BS Cast. that button and press that button and as you'll all see it's well underway now the eagle-eyed amongst you of the YouTube watchers and and the newest the newest of our subscribers that's right the subscription drive is well underway uh, the, 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 the eagle-eyed YouTube watcher will know these gentlemen here and you'll know why these gentlemen are here it's absolutely another wrestling podcast not a wrestling podcast at all it just so happens to be a podcast with the people who do the wrestling is it the first podcast we've done that we're broadcasting directly from the the sun (laughs) it seems that we're all absolutely roasted i mean i i think i didn't realize that red was actually a a physical color that you could be but apparently that is my talent just matches your hair ball that's all honestly all, all I've done, all I've done all week is wait for this afternoon and the release that is the thunderstorm that was definitely going to happen. We we've had a very brief one here, but it wasn't well. It wasn't where the paper it was written on. Um, I, uh, I I hate to uh, I hate to piss in your conflicts there, Mister Cook. I missed them all. But um, if I disappear, it's because our route has been shorted out by the massive. Like thunderstorm that is going on right now. There's always one in the. Oh, you've, got all, you've got all the thunderstorm. Oh, like well, after I finish work tonight because I'm boring and a grown up, I was like, right, I've got to get the rascal. It's going to rain, and then I did it, and now it's rained, and now I feel like justified in my middle age. So you... that's like a win. It's a middle age win. Why? When you, when you why do you reckon the gazebo has gone up? Like when it was like the middle of the fucking twenty fucking something degree weather. Yeah, we can tell <laughs> you before, it, before it rained again because we didn't want the grass to get wet. So, oh, does does your face normally go that red after a massive erection, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I was, that's what I was keeping. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. I'd say I'm pointing one. Yeah, but you can't normally house up to six people in it. No, I'll, I'll stop now. <laughs> Do we need to address? Do we need to address that out of all the people here? You know, we've got our illustrious Mr. Paul Williams. We've got uh, Stuart Woodmunchie and um, <laughs> don't use that. And 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 Matt's evil twin brother. <laughs> is this is this the Matt Moore of the NFL that I've not seen still yet? 
you want to talk about. For, former quarterback Matthew Mott. <laughs> what was that? Me and Paul were listening to a podcast. Oh, I can't think what it was. It was like, just basically, yeah, he's just middle of the road, Matt Moore. And I was like, yeah, yeah, kind of just goes with the name. We're all we're all there, just, you know, being <laughs> mediocre in the middle. Slightly <laughs> <laughs> raging. It was a good. It was a good two years, I think. It was the first for like two years of the actual fantasy league that no one believed you were real. So, <laughs> pretty sure I led the charge on. Hey, lad. yeah, hey, hey, hey lads, uh, I've done a bit of googling, <laughs> and this this Matthew Moore guy, yeah, NFL quarterback. I'm pretty sure we've been had here. This is Paul's <laughs> second of four teams. To be fair, the thing is though, like. Me and Andy had met before at a WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah. As a as a boss of mine once said, never let the truth get in the way of a good insult. <laughs> so we don't have we don't have changing changing the beer agenda. What have you got? Paying the price for my smooth ride is a double IPA Wildman Finback collab. I'm going to I'm going to fully recommend that James tunes into this one because he'll love yeah. the uh, the wanky talk straight out of the uh, out of the gate. So paying the price seems, for smooth. We have we have got money themed beer then. If you're paying the price for something, because I am uh, drinking from the money tree at the moment. Nice. And, and I, I have to say, if we're actually gonna, if we're gonna get into beer talk, tiny rebel do my head in because oh, they have off. all the gimmick. They have all the gimmick, and every time I'm like, I'm never buying another one of their beers because it's shit. And then they're like, oh, but there's a rhubarb and custard one, and they're like, oh, that sounds good. Nah, terrible. But then for every terrible one, they pull out like a, a pump up the jam, which is not, I know is a particular favourite of uh, Paul, but. I got I got bought this, so I can't I can't complain. Well, I had that one. I had that one. We went to the wrestling in York in, in Hull, and that was like the cherry one that tasted like the cherry drop sweets. And that was insane. That was that was so good. That was. This, this is just like a, a a pale with hop, as in a, a beer should be, and it is really good, like ridiculously good, but just in a small can, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah, it's uh, it it very, very, very nice. Is it bad that I've kind of been put off buying beers that are in small cans now? You feel like you've been put off. I don't even drink them. Like I need to get a tall boy. I don't even drink them, but when I go to like Tesco and get like, because I, I get few, like some for Sam while I'm there, so I'll be like, oh. And I, I'm like, there's the two shelves. There's like the the big ones, and then like further down, there's the little ones. And I always look and like, oh, these look quite interesting. But why would you buy a small can when there's all these big ones available? Particularly under the same price. Yeah. Could get them tall boys. I've got. Um, I've still got. I'm sat on them there. The, the wrestling related ones from Top Rope. Still, I've still not not touched any of mine on the delivery. And uh, the ones for you boys are out in the uh, out in the fridge. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward looking forward to them. Like the, the um, I've got you Derby Sour, strawberry and mint. Again, James Williams, that one just for you because it's uh, 
know, a standard beer flavour of strawberry and mint, but I'm sure that it sounds like it's going to be great. I just hope it's as good as it, it promises. We need to drill down into this. Is is James's problem with the flavour of the beer, or is it the problem? Is, is it a problem with the wanky names that come with them? I think I think his main issue is the name rather than like the flavour. Get, well, get him on the phone right now. <laughs> get him on the phone right now. I would, but he'll he'll probably be he'll probably be drinking Carlin or something like that. No, what? To be fair, I saw Brew York have announced, I think it's a new one, called uh, Muffin Else Matters, and I was like... Oh, he's gone, hasn't he? He's gone to get one. He's absolutely gone to get one. Um, But but the moment you start adding in stuff that I actually know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. If I drank, I'd probably drink that. What are you talking about, mate? Load it. Load it. What? The only thing was, it's blueberry. I was like, blueberry. Yeah, Amy, Amy did a Amy did an order for um, blueberry pasty stout. So she she had to get I think she had to get it above forty quid to get it for free. So she had to she just threw me one of those in. Yeah. No, Can we just take a, take a moment there for Amy? Well, well, well played. There. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think his I think his main his main problem is the names. Like so, the wanky names that you. So when we went to. When we went to Craft Beer Calling last year, I, can't, I, th- I think it was a Cloudwater one. Was I, I was about to say, it's going to be a Cloudwater, because on, on the list of wanky beer names, they are, they're not just top of the list, they've lapped the field several times. <laughs> it's taken time to, you know, take the pit out of everybody on the way. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's lucky that the beer's good, because fuck me, get out. Because you just sit there and you're like, you do realise you're brewing beer. It's one of the <laughs> oldest things in the world. Water, hops, barley. It's it's old. And you're making it sound like you're reinventing the wheel and beer at the same time. And doing it with a, with a, with a, with a doctorate professorship of it or something. No, no. It's beer, mate. You know, fuck it out. So, yeah. It's pretty good. But I think I mean, to be fair, being a Wyland boy, they're not far off. They're pretty close to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to Cloudwater. But uh, I think it depends on who names it. I think one of, one of the guys likes to do lots of Newcastle music references or kind of um, place references. And then I think the other guy takes himself a little bit too seriously. So, but uh, yeah, they, they, it, it, It's just a bloody good job that what they put in the can is worth it. Because if you, you were like, what, what was that? What was that pink? Do you remember there was a, the sour IPA that they did last year? That was a, it was in the pink cans, and when we went on the tour, they were like just about to can it. Cause they had like, and that had a, that was a music reference thing, and it was it just that was, a, that was is it is that that was uh, every dream house? Uh, oh, every, that's a rock every music. Dream house. Yeah. That's but a rock right. music reference. So they're they're, they're yeah. Well, Brian Ferry's from Newcastle, so it's kind of kind of got that reference in there. I mean, it's, it's it's tenuous, shall we say. They need to crack on with the... Uh, they need to... I, I thought they should have done one for Maximo, at least. At least one. I know that's technically not Newcastle, but, you know. Maximo did one with Mordew. Mordew Brewery. Thought, what, isn't there a beer that's called The Coast Is Always Changing or something like that? What, a Wyland one? 
Or have I just made that up? I think you've just made that up. It'd be a West Coast IPA or something. It just says coast in it, so... Yeah. I mean, it should do, because that'd be great. I'd, I'd yeah. buy... I'd buy, like, ten boxes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your two favourite things? Maximo Park and, and Wyland. Mm, yes, please. I'll have... Would I'll drink them. Would, would they not just start giving you the boxes like as wages for when you're doing the brewery tours when they open again? <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been unemployed for three months. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've, we've almost uh, we've almost got you on the wanky trail, have we, Andy? Because we've worked out you can buy alcohol. I've had three wankies. The moment somebody puts one in my hand, I'm drinking it. Boom! There you go. Well, it's uh, he says mopping ground. Well, it's not—it's not too long till someone's birthday, so. Is it alcohol-free ones? Is it or? Mm. I saw—I saw something the other day, and I was like, uh, um, uh, "Alcohol-free cider." So I was like, <laughs> "Isn't that called apple juice?" Because I—I don't think that's a new thing. Fizzy apple juice, that's oh. apple tight. But they were legit selling it as alcohol-free cider. I was like, I think somebody oh. might need to tell them. This is commonly known as a racket. Yeah. A rattler, you say? <laughs> no, no, racket. That, that's another racket. That is another racket, rattlers, because that's just a shandy. But <laughs> well, do you know Lager what? Fruit-flavoured lager bad, bad news, Andy. I don't think they sell rattlers anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that's, that's not a thing. They got what they wanted. They no. got the best beer in the market taken off. Unbelievable. It's coming it's come to something when even Foster's stop producing a beer because it's shit. <laughs> that is all I'm going to What are you talking <laughs> about? Foster's, Foster's was the best-selling beer at, at Mega Bowl. It was, it was flying off the shelves. And, and, and as, three. The, <laughs> as the management will tell you, know your clientele. So what, so what was it? So it was always Foster's, Cronenberg and Smith's. Yeah. And then so they finally we, got the Guinness. I was going to say, I apologise for four beers. Cronenberg, I mean, Jesus Christ. If you're going to pick like, two, of, two of the worst lagers to pick as well, at least go with like a San Miguel that's got a little bit of flavour to it. But that was like that was like back in the day where it doesn't matter if it tastes like shit as long as it's a bit stronger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking ball there. I'm gonna nail this bastard. <laughs> like, just get on it. No, not happening, mate. Not happening. I used, play, I used to play, play pool better when I was pissed. Yeah. Well, my, my James always used to say he'd always he always bowled better after he had three pints. Seemed to bowl straight, which was weird. Funny because I used to enjoy work a lot more after I had three pints as well, but. <laughs> Yeah, those those clauses that seem to take a couple of hours just to say uh, started taking a little bit longer. <laughs> Can't think why. I was about to launch into a story, then and realised this probably wasn't the forum for it. Like live action coming against you or something. Like that. Well, technically, technically the resurrection of BF cast. Or have we just have we have we talked too much beer for it to be specific? Could it, could it be called Beer Shitcast? Uh, no, he's got nice talking. We were going to do, for, for a long time, there was a rumour of Maze Cast. Yeah, 
uh, which was uh, which was going to be the, uh, the the search for the greatest maze-based snack as a as a podcast, um, and then that turned well, into. Why don't we ask? Why don't we ask these two? What was what's the greatest maze-based snack? So, well, what what are the, your options? So, of the three flavors of Monster Munch. Yeah. Uh, how do you rank the three flavors of Monster Munch? So, See, on that I, basis, I can only tell you two of them. That tells you where the third one sits right away. What? So there's, there's obviously, obviously pickled onion. That was right. the only one for Dean. And flaming hot was one. What's the third? I have no the, idea what the third one is. The roast beef. beef. I was going to say beef. I'm going to throw another one then into the maze kind of thing. Onion rings. Yeah, they count. Absolutely. Oh, he's, got, he's, he's gone in up there. He's gone in way up there at the top. Oh. See, so see, onion rings. I thought he was going to go for the humble cheese ball. No, no. No. Careful, Paul. Careful. What is that? What my head looks <laughs> like? No, I just, I just ball. Just in the, with, with current temperatures, you maybe shouldn't say cheese ball on a podcast. <laughs> um, but the, um, <laughs> you've out, you've, 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 you're all overlooking chipsticks. Oh. Why, why chip, chipsticks? Be. You've got to be you've got to be right in the mood for chipsticks, otherwise they're just massively disappointing. I, I know this does nothing for just the audio listeners, so obviously get yourself on YouTube, but. Chipsticks are the, are the one purely for the fact that the second the second it's it's crossed the threshold of your mouth, you like. <laughs> and three or four later, any any imperfection in this area, you know about it. Like any any tiny cut, any any bit of a bit of where you chewed the side of your mouth, anything like that, you soon know about it. Keep going though. Have a few more, you know. <laughs> Bad, bad times, but yeah. So that, that was that was the original plan back in the day, wasn't it? So sort of like some sort of maze cast. But so we did discuss doing it. We did do, discuss doing a wanky beer cast, and that's what that's what I was coming to. Maze cast evolved into doing a wanky beer cast, but then it turned into doing the two. So it was which maze based snack perfectly pairs with which wanky beer. And I think oh, at that no, point, like level one to that, I think <laughs> hipsters across the land just started exploding left, right, and centre. Yes. It was it was too dangerous a combination. No, because they wouldn't have gone for they wouldn't have gone for wanky beer. They'd have gone for like wanky mead or something like that. They'd have found like or a or a cherry. You just really have to label that podcast tossers. <laughs> <laughs> Wankers Everybody cast. on the internet could hate us, and I'm quite happy on being on the internet and people hating me. But you know, <laughs> it's just been fuck. <laughs> See, like I've never understood, like all this thing about pairing wine and food and beer and food and stuff. Like my palate is not refined enough for that shit. My brain does not work in that way. If there's if there's a beer that I like, I could be eating fucking. Like, the, the one thing that you cannot eat with beer is ice cream. Other than that, if I like the taste of the beer. I could be in a Kit Kat. I could be in a sandwich. I do not give a monkey as long as I like the taste of beer. Doesn't matter. Don't get it. I really don't get it. Miss Williams. Can you go 
happened to a beer festival once where they served a beer with a scoop of ice cream in the top? Yeah, that no, that's, that's Omnipolo, isn't it? They just, they do beer ice cream. Um, it wasn't great. Would be the right thing. But then, on a scale, the on a scale of one, it was fucking terrible. It was well up there. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things where perhaps not in that setting, it probably would have been better. That was probably the wrong setting to have it. Right. But it was a stand, yeah? Yeah, but but as well, to, to just to back myself up a little bit there, and obviously Matt, because he was on it as well, as, as previously discussed, if it's a gimmicky beer, it's, it's going to get tried. Oh, it, that, that was the gimmicky hence, beer of the day. Hence the ridiculous amount of staples that are released and uh, sampled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when... When that, I don't know. Got in the, when that got put in the order earlier on, it, it was almost replaced with, I think, the pan, uh, the waffle and waffle and bacon version of the steak yeah. puff. Yeah. Obviously, that's a bigger can, so. <laughs> Again, well played. Well played. I like I that the team is good, you know, and, and obviously it doesn't bode well for you and Paul because obviously it's gone bigger is better and, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, Andy, for you YouTube viewers, because I don't know where I am on your screen to where this will come out, but I'm directly above Paul, and I feel like I have to explain this is an orange t-shirt, it's not just a glare. Oh. Well, like, like I said when we did that wrestling podcast, and I'm like passing the belt off to Matt, and then when I went and coded it, realised that it was all backwards, and I'm like passing it in the completely wrong direction, so I'm like, well that looks like a shit, doesn't it? Speaking of speaking of the old wrestling, the uh, Matt, Matt already knows about this. But the uh, the collection of random tap flashmates have been added to this evening. For the first time, I've, I've bought some art prints. So now that that is like I, I feel like it's the almost like the grown up version of like buying a packet of stickers because I didn't know which five I was getting. But I'm quite happy with them, and one of them is signed. So that's why. Double sign. Yeah, double sign because it's a Alana and Rusev one. So I'm a bit like now I want a hundred of them, but I can't put them in a sticker book. So <laughs> I absolutely will not be buying a hundred of them because they'll be too expensive. But um, yeah, obviously you may or may not want this on record. But how much was to buy into the draw for the the, the pictures? How much was that? It's all right. She, or, she already knows about it. So if you're listening, Sarah, this is actually the truth that I told you about this. Um, as, as always is. The, um, it was it basically the guy who, who does the originals. There's like a, a, a mystery pack of prints and um, a group that I'm part of on Facebook, um, Elite Wrestling Community, AWC. They, they uh, like to buy them in bulk and then do like a random drawing. So they get... Like, I think there was 12 of us this time around. Um, and including postage and customs and all the rest of it, it was 50, 55 quid, so like £11 a print. Um, one of them's double signed, so can't, can't really complain. Quite happy with that. Although it's, uh, it's quite funny when um, people get ones that they've already got. And like I said about the stickers thing, 
the next like hour after the draw happened, it was like, I'll swap you this one for this one. I'll, I'll swap you a Macho Man for a Hulk Hogan. It's like, I feel like it's like 87 all over again. <laughs> Mind you, I would Probably not 87, I wouldn't have been swapping stickers at that point. It's probably the belly holder sticker at that point. I was going to say, I don't, you wouldn't have been swapping stickers at three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was. I was. I was swapping original Star Wars stickers at, in 87. Oh, man. Have you still got us? <laughs> I wish. No. Very much like I wish I still had my original, uh, like, all the... I had a... Uh, Atat and like all the original figures and stuff. I wish I still had them because uh... this this is why like like now it's like the, the boys have got obviously it's like my, my two have got those two toys and stuff. And when I see them opening the Paw Patrol toys and stuff, don't feel so bad. But I see them, they have, they're they're well into Star Wars because um, I, I mean I'm not entirely sure how that happened, but. Um, They've opened, they've opened some of the figures and stuff. Obviously, it's for kids and they want to play with it. But like a small part of me is like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Stuart. I, I, I couldn't possibly relate to anything that you've got saved right there. I don't know, uh, I don't know what that. What, I don't know what that's like. I, I think, I think that's uh, you do right. Yeah, that's the, that's the right answer. Well, this is where like. This is where I call out my dad because apparently in our in, in in my parents' house in the loft there is a opened Optimus Prime original and then there's a boxed one because my dad bought two by accident. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're worth an absolute fortune. I think the old boxed one's worth a lot. Yeah. The boxed one, however, God knows how much that's one that one's worth. But uh, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Nobody, nobody knows. Not even my mum, who knows where everything is in the house, no, doesn't know where it is. So God knows where he's snapping that away to. Christ. To bring it to bring it back to wrestling, very very briefly, and I suppose sort of. You you you'd have to help me on this one. I think Japanese maybe anime. Hey, I've had that. <laughs> that's like full circle now. He's Godzilla here as well. I have oh, that. Godzilla. In fact, I think that was on my first my first lockdown beer delivery, um, or uh, essentials as it was known. The because it's the it was the kaiju big battle. It's the, it's the big monster thing. It's like Godzilla beer, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the idea of it anyway. I'm just uh, I'm toying, toying with the idea of the next one to line up. I'm not. Uh, I've got the, I've got Brucey in the, uh, a, in the fridge as well. A G1 Optimus Prime in mint condition with the box, professionally graded, and in special protective case can go for as much as three thousand four hundred dollars. Jesus! Wow! Keith is sitting on some cash. <laughs> <laughs> Get a 
why he fell out of the roof that to out of the loft space that time. <laughs> oh, God, I told my fan where it is. Well, it's welcome to Prime. Prime. <laughs> See, and then they all they all like Sarah and that tell me I'm daft for collecting toys as an adult. I'm worth, I'm worth nothing if not for, for that collection, so the boys have got to have something to look forward to when I'm not in. I had, I had this weird, like, flash of, like, years in, years in the future when I'm, like, dead and gone, and all of my girls are like, the fucking hell did he keep all this shit for? I'm just, like, tearing packets open and then chucking no. it all, and then chucking it all in the bin, and I was like, oh. and that's just, like, a glimpse of the future, I'm like, <laughs> how, how do I go about, like you know, ensuring all this stuff goes to the goes to a good home? The other thing that baffles me—have you have you got any of those like things that you bought at the time that you left in the box that still have the price on? I've got um, I've got two that I can see from here, massive figures like this sort of size, all the bits and bobs, fully boxed, twelve quid sticker on it, twelve quid. It's like. You couldn't get something like that for 12 quid now. You'd be lucky to get it for 60. Inflation right there, kids. I I used to... one Like, my first, like, proper job, my Saturday job and my after-school job was um, working for, um, essentially, a tat shop, but in their warehouse, and um, sticking the price stickers on things. And they used to get, like... You know, it's like a figure that had, like, the main run-through, the, like, the big, like, Toys R Us and all them at the time they'd pick up, like, cases of it on the cheap. And I remember when, like, episode one was, like, at the cinema, and they got, like, an old, like, a load of, like, Qui-Gon's and uh, Jar Jar Binks figures and stuff like that, and they, they sold them off for, like, two quid a figure. And I think, I know that, like, they're not going to be worth as much as, like, what, like, the Kenner stuff would be from, from back in the day, but even now, for two quid a figure, they, they must have increased, sort of, like, tenfold at least. If they kept in mink, I think this is the thing that's mint condition with old stuff on. You know, there's not very many of those about, mm. unless it's unless it's at the point now with shit like eBay, where everybody thinks that everything they buy is uh, is going to be the most, you know, full of worth, you know, kind of thing. Then that's the, you know, we're going to pause and then pick it up again. Yeah, we've got. There's about two and a half minutes left. Yeah, so do you want to? Uh, do you want to pause and restart? I'm. Uh, this is actually quite a good time because uh, I've done. Um, I've done the uh, the gameskeeper podcast before this, uh, so I've drunk all my drinks. I've got. I've got literally. I've got this much which I'm nursing, and if you want, it, you know, maybe it's gin, maybe it's vodka, maybe it's, maybe it's tap water. Well. It works. So. That, that works for me because I am. I am also. Oh, there we go then. Right. So I'll pause the audio. I'll stop the meeting, and then I'll refill the drinks and start everything off again. So uh, for you, you watchers and listeners, a small break. I'm gonna shoot downstairs and get one. So. Audio and video, and we're back. And some of us. Very nice, Bob. Is that, is that a, a, a blueberry one? Bubblegum. Strawberry, allegedly. <laughs> I 
mean, ah, yeah. you know, I don't know why I'm laughing at the flavours exactly because they, you know, they're never anywhere near to what they're meant to be. But... It's a little ropey, I'm not going to lie. I've been eating the long ones all day. Um, and 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 this was what was available when I went in there whilst I was getting a drink. And I was like, oh yeah, these are the new ones, I'll give it a try. Did we all uh, did we all suitably refresh our wanky beers from the uh, chat earlier on? Oh, I, I've, I've relied on... Uh, oh, nice, you know. The one that Paul was worried about, that they were selling in concert for Morrison's. You know. That was that. I, that is, it's weird. That it's a really, really good beer, but you can't drink it quickly. No, I'm finding that out now. <laughs> uh, it's it's really salty, chewy. I I didn't get a salt from that at all. I got a, I got I, it was real syrupy for me. It smelled like maple syrup. Was that the one that was it? You or James Panas just couldn't finish it. Was it James? So, so Panas couldn't finish it, and then, I, but I don't know if it was after you'd already bought me it for my birthday. That he, tried. <laughs> he was like, mm. honestly, me and Panas, me and Panas went to Tesco's. We socially distanced, so we were like at opposite ends of the wanky beers. And I'm like, what about this? What about this? He was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had one of these. Then was it the night before your birthday, and then? The night of your birthday, or it might have been like um, I think it might have been the week before. Yeah, because we oh, because, no, because it was it was for Sam's birthday. It was Sam's, yeah. So we're all like man, talking and talking, talking. Paul keeps wandering off, coming back. Hey boys, have you seen this beer? And I'm looking at Panas on the screen, going, "I think, I think we've seen that somewhere before." <laughs> Paul wanders off, comes back. I got this one as well, and I'm like. Yeah, James, have you ever seen one of those before? He's like, yeah, maybe. I literally was just like, have you seen this? I'm like, fuck. Oh, I like that beer. How are you finding it, Matt? As soon as, as, soon as we've pretty much just slagged off, apart from me, <laughs> the, uh, the, the beer that you've currently got. Where does it rank on the uh, James Williams scale of... Um, <laughs> Wanky beer. Well, he'd absolutely hate the name because it's 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 far too many words for his liking, isn't it? Let's be fair. Wake it's up not and just smell the beer. nose. I mean, what? It's I like it. It's it's at least it's at least five words too long for him. So you know. <laughs> so he likes it to be a one word. <laughs> yeah, Carlin Foster's. I mean, that's just the that is Brando. That's not even so. It's not even a name. He just wants the company on there. And if, the company, if the company is is the, the lesser names for the company, the better as well. Because Budweiser, that's the name of the company. That's not the name of the beer. Because the beer is fucking cat piss. And that's <laughs> what I'm going to And then my eyes pop there. Busters. Fosters, that's the that's the company. You know, whatever you want to call Fosters, not as bad as Budweiser, but still Cat Piss. You know, posh Cat Piss. You know. Yeah, I need to get I need to get a title card made up. If you, if you 
going to put that disclaimer on there, I'm never going to come on again. But fuck me. If, if that's not what that, that needs to be, the uh, the policy for Cookie Cast. It's funny because the last podcast, there was a conversation about how um, the games industry has been hit with a uh, particular hashtag recently in the last few few days. Um, the games industry has uh, had a bit of a blow as far as certain things that are going on right now. And I was saying, you know, for for, for Cookie Cast, we should probably get those apologies out fairly soon to... Uh, you know, I need to. I've already issued certain apologies. Uh, Paul, yours is in the mail on it. You know, it's already on its way. Um, Cookie not, Cast apologizes for any uh, inappropriate behaviour whilst recording podcasts. Have, have we not reached this point? I mean, I know like we've discussed it on our, our chat thing, but like obviously we, we we're on here. We're not talking about the wrestling and stuff, but obviously that's happened with wrestling as well recently in terms of British wrestling particularly. I said to these boys, we, we seem to have reached that point where, like, lockdown has finally, like, kicked the absolute ever-living shit out of everybody. At the beginning, it was like, right, we're going to do this, we're going to get through it, everybody be nice, everybody be nice, everybody, you've been nice, right, everybody's nice. Twelve weeks later, everyone's like, oh, you know that thing that you did 65 years ago? Yeah, you can't do that now. Like, the, 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 thing, the, thing, that's, the thing that I agreed to do with, um, I, I don't I don't agree with it now. And you're like, alright, oh, okay, there's lots of things that I did kind of ten years ago that I've you know not that I shouldn't have done, but I'm probably you know, if I thought about it twice now, I think, oh yeah, maybe that was not the best decision I've ever made. But it's, there there are certain certain parts of this obviously won't go too deep, but it's like what what I mean like don't get me wrong, there are certain parts of things that are changing in the world right now absolutely need to happen and that is fine. But, like, just, the same people complaining about this shit are the same people that were using the hashtag be kind 12 weeks ago. Think about what you're doing now. Just, like, fine, change, the change is good, but don't be a prick about it. That's, that's where I'm leaving that for me, personally. I just, I think, I think there's, you know, we've, we've, we've commented on this before, we've joked about people before, that it's like, it's a battle to be the wokest person in the country, or the wokest people in the world, you know, or me, you know, I'm, I'm fully aware of white privilege, and I'm very aware of the fact that there is white privilege, and I know that, you know, I'm not going to get pulled over, I mean, nobody would pull me over in my car, anyway, it spots the shite car, but, well, maybe for the other things, but, you know. It's it, you know it's a, it's that kind of thing of you know oh, I know what white privilege is and then oh yeah male privilege as well I'm like what hang on a minute fair enough maybe there is male privilege but hang on a minute you know and we should we all be battling against these bad things that have happened in the world and you're like yeah but Jesus Christ you know you know at some point we're gonna have to all go back to what it was before not what it was before. But we're going to have to go back to something. We're going to go back yeah. to having to operate together as a society, but yeah. we're all going to be afraid of something. You know, is it going to be wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, saying the wrong thing to the wrong person, acting the wrong way to the wrong group of people? Can you be aware enough of all the things that you need to be aware enough 
and still operate. I'm not saying that we need to go back to the 50s and, you know, slapping people and all, all of that sort of stuff. But I'm saying if you go out of the house and you're afraid to say, do, act a certain way, especially if you were a person who previously just went about your day and about your business and, and then you're, you're told oh now you have to be super aware of absolutely everything there are certain groups of people that that's going to make them less able to operate in the world right I, I mean I I, I I mean I've sat and thought about this over the past what three four weeks kind of thinking about because like as, as my role as a, as a teacher what what do I what do I do and do do I do things right and you know uh, you know when kids say things that I perceive as being not racist but probably ill informed or their grandparents have said something to them that you know and I, I reflect on like my upbringing like my nan said things and on reflection like whoa that was bloody awful but you know she didn't. And I'm not excusing it, but she didn't know better. But, you know, I'm like, I spend my days going, if somebody, if one of the kids at work says something that's perhaps a little bit wrong, I say, you don't say that. You know, that's not right. That's not, that's, you know, thing. but then they'll come back to me and say, yeah, but my granddad says this because he, he fought in the war and we fought against. And you're like, well, actually, you know, there's a balance to that argument to think, you know, and telling, you know, telling kids to respect their mums and to respect, respect their grandmas and stuff like that. But I think at what point are you going out of your way to be? I think for me, it's, it's, all, it's always been the same for me. Like, I, I think I said, the change is a good thing. But generally speaking, for me personally, not a religious man by any stretch. Don't need that to, to, to be who I am. But just some some of the like some of the good parts and the different ones, take them all, mix them all together, and that's cool. And basically, they all equate to the same thing. Treat people how you expect to be treated. Just generally, don't be a prick, and you'll be all right. And that's like, why can't people just stick to that? Unfortunately, like like Matt was saying earlier on, you know, we started out, we set out twelve weeks ago or whatever it is now, with everyone's like. Be, be good to one another, you know, let's, let's, let's wild stallion all over the place. And now, if you go, if you go out into the world now, it is literally every man for themselves. It's like, it's like the most mercenary world out there. It's, I, I, I drove because the, the thunderstorm that we were definitely getting that apparently only Stu got. The thunderstorm was was literally starting, and I'm like, gotta go get the baby. It's easier to get her in the car and stuff. It's you go, you know, it's it's down there as as the crow flies sort of thing. It's a straight shot. It's a five minute job, no problem. But between the house and getting to go and pick her up, I'm like, what? Wh why does everybody hate each other so much? It's just like why do why do people hate each other so much? It's, it's insane. Is this kind of it's this thing of like oh maybe at the end of all this we'll be better to each other? No, no. 
everybody's worse. Everybody's worse. Everybody, you know, the, the within weeks, you know, within the first few days of this kind of thing started, it was, right, I'm going to look after me. I'm going to buy all the fucking pasta, all the fucking chopped tomatoes. I'm going to make sure that there's nothing to wipe your house clean. There's no spray. There's nothing. I'm going to look after me. That should have been, that should have told everybody exactly how people live their lives now. It's, this is my cocoon. Fuck everybody else. And that's the way it is. And coming out of this now, like you said, driving, I drive to work and there's more fingers stuck up at people, wanker signs out the window, cutting people up on the motorway. People are 10 times worse than what they were 12 weeks ago. Yeah, Not it, 10 times better. It's that's, that's bonkers. My <laughs> <laughs> drives down the street like. <laughs> <laughs> I've added the size of the car, to be honest, just so I don't have to do the belt. But yeah, it is, it is absolute insanity. That there, was, there was a point, there was like a peak, a sweet spot. I think it was like five, about five. Once everybody, everybody got their like apocalypse store sort of yeah. thing, I was like, oh, let's be all nice. Yeah, it was about five weeks in. And I'd like on on a, on a Wednesday, I'd go out for a big long walk with the baby, and everybody was like, there was almost nobody out there, and everybody was keeping the distance, and everybody. Sp- I spoke to every single person I passed, and everyone was like, "I are out there, you know, keeping plenty of distance, passing with a lot of space, all this." But everybody spoke to each other. I did a, I did a podcast that week, like we've really hit the the peak of this. We're we're in in the best position, you know, we, it really felt like we were pulling together as a society, as as a race, as a human race, we were pulling together. A week later, it was like, all right, fuck this, get out of my fucking way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, move. But, like, when there was all that stuff about, like, you could, you could only go out of your house for half an hour a day, and it, it was only allowed to be for exercise, or, or you could go to the shop, like there was a, a point here where like the weather was quite good, so I, I was because I've been lucky enough uh, to be working. Like, like I've still been working full time, but just from home. So like I haven't been affected like some people have. But I needed that my lunch break to get out. I needed to do that, so I used that for my outdoor exercise. And I'd be going for a run, and there was that like you say when everybody speaks here. Yeah, it's cool. It's really nice. When you're like 4K into a 5K run and someone moves off the path and you still have to be like, hi, thanks very much, when you try not to be absolutely dying on the inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 yeah, but now, thankfully, people just don't move anymore, so I don't have to be nice back. So yep. I can breathe. And, yeah, that's it. <laughs> So there, we put the world to, very much to rights. Paul, what are you drinking now? Well, I've still got my guy, guy juice on the go, but I do have this to tuck into. Guy juice? The freak. I'm going to say Northern Monk collab with um, an artist, female artist. Well, can't hear me, right? Sour peach <laughs> and apricot IPA. Ooh. Peach, apricot, mango. I can't see that. I can't. I see. I can't. 
Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's just all the mold and Aldi. Yep, it's got testing notes on the inside. Have you got your scrapbook to stick that into, Paul? It says something on the lines of, it was devastating to have to cancel Hot City 2020. We remain hopeful being able to bring it back in some capacity later in the year. However, our annual collaborations with our friends from across Europe and the US live on. So, and as well, actually, I don't, I, I don't know if we, I don't know if we, if we ever broached it between us, but um, we volunteered for that, and I actually got an email to say about it being cancelled and like yeah, the message yeah. going out to the volunteers. Does that mean we were picked or not? I think it was the name was in the app, but we didn't do it. I completely forgot to apply, so... Oh, oh now it's coming out. Fuck you. Sauce. <laughs> right, I don't, I don't think that one of the beard. Sorry. Um, Stu. <laughs> The, um, mm-hmm. the, 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 the the football podcast is back. Mm. Um, I believe there is a there is an invitation winging its way down uh, down your street right now along the lines of do you want to be involved in this week's football podcast? Now uh, there's a rumor going around that you have done that to football, told it well, to uh, sling its hook. I can neither deny or deny that accusation because confirm or deny. There, there is no, there is no such thing as football now. Um, in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> world that we we have entered, um, football is merely a thing of uh, the memory and is, is no longer a legitimate sport. So, unfortunately, um, yeah, it's, you know, we, we can talk about what might have happened, but um, yeah, fo- football's not real anymore. I can't I can't deal with it. To be fair. There's no reason why we can't extend the offer to Matt, as he is a Forest fan, so he Absolutely. could basically be on every week if he wanted to, because he'd, he'd at least be able to fill in the gaps where Panas just has no fucking clue what's going on with Forest. When Panas is like, uh, yeah, we're not playing this week, uh, Panas, you're playing right now, we're at the game. Oh, oh yeah. This is this is something that was addressed well, a little while ago. We could have we could have three separate leagues. <laughs> yeah, <Interesting. right. laughs> 
Well, I know, see, I know see, it's this one is why we need Matt on, because Matt will give the unbiased opinion, whereas Palace is like, nah, they're going to win 4-0 every week. 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. We could have at least how, two. How old is Palace? Oh, he's giving away the podcast. How old is he? Is he, is he? Is he? What is he? A year younger than you, or is he two years younger than you? I think. He, I think he's a couple of years. I'd have gone thirty-seven. I think he's eighty-two. So he might be the same age as you, man. Same age as me. Yeah. So I mean, like, so, I don't know when he started scoring for But he should have been battered into submission by now. <laughs> <laughs> It's well. just like, it, 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 at some point, at some point, I mean, he's either the most optimistic person in the world, or he's completely delusional. And when he goes and watches Sheffield United or whoever else he goes and watches to, uh, along the way, he, he mistakes them for being Forrest as well, because I, I don't know how he can sit there and think. I've never, go I've never known a football fan who has, who has a proper club, but roots for like nine other teams he's like oh yeah Forrest they're going to win 4-0 four four this week I mean uh, if Liverpool uh, United and uh, you know if Leeds could do well as well that would be even better I'm like which team do you follow again? Seriously. It's, 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 it's very for this week when it, when it gets uploaded it's gone listen to when he uses the phrase it's gone sorry on I don't, I don't, I don't want you lads but um I, I, don't, I don't mind Leeds as much as you lads do. I, w- I was I, nearly I sick. I put my hands up at that point and just say, um, I, can't, I can't do it with him anymore. I, I have to just wash my hands. I can't, I can't do a podcast with someone who says that. That's the same you. What is this? Dislike this, this, like the fans more than anything. The, the team... Is is good. The, the team at the minute is playing some really good football. That's the only Jordan, good thing about it. Joe, this is this is harboring. Yesterday, yesterday was one of the darkest days in English football history, as as previously discussed. It, uh, I can't. There's lots of things I could say right now, but there's lots of things that I can't say that are going to go out on the internet afterwards. So I'm just I'm just going to not say anything. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's all going to come to a head in the next, like, however many weeks. And it, at that point, we'll just be able to definitely declare, declare 2020 is the worst year ever. And my football club are doing their best to contribute to that situation. Well, we still still be in the league next year. Well, to be fair, of, of, the, right, so of, the, of the three of us... Of the four of us, if you want to say, who would you reckon out the worst over the course of their life? Me. See, arguably, I've seen I've seen Borough's most successful period, so I can, it's definitely not me. You've seen Forest win something. I started here. I started here, and then it went all the way down here. Yeah, so. If, if we're going to do this, I'm going to lay out my plate as to why you two need to shut up and and, back your <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you why it's so shit being a Forest fan. Right, so I'll start with Paul. You've seen Middlesbrough go up from was it Championship or League One or the equivalent? Right no, into the season. 
So the season they got promoted to the Premier League for the second time was when I was nine, and that's really when I properly started getting interested in football. Was that so, Wilson playing that year? No, that was that was like so that was the season that. That was basically the season that Robson took over as the player manager. So basically, my my entire sort of Borough supporting history has been Robson on. So ninety four, ninety five, through. You've gone Premier, you've gone Premiership, and then a decent stint in the Premiership. And then, I, I, yeah, this is yeah. I, I, at the end of this, you're going to be like, yeah, fuck off, Matthew, because um, yeah, you've, you've had a decent time of it. But you got you got promoted, then you got promoted again, then you've had a decent stint in the Premiership. But you've never dropped below the Championship. And they, don't forget, they got through European. No, that's finals. the lowest. That's the lowest we've been. Yes, European finals. Yeah. True, true. Stu went from. Was it? Did you start supporting them just after they come out? Like they'd just been regenerated as a club, or it was easily Division Three days. Um, so you've watched them go we, from. Rock bottom to all the way up to the top. Well, there was, I mean, obviously everybody judges the season by how it ends, which, you know, apparently that's how you do things. But I have seen us as high as second in the Premier League at one point. Um, it only lasted until I think the five o'clock kickoff finished. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, I'm sure it counts somewhere because that was when. There was a point. There was a cut-off point in that season where the top six teams got invited to then the pre-season in in China for that made-up trophy the following season, and, and City got to go. Was, the, was it called the Peace Cup or something like that? The, the Peace Pop Trophy, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Peace Pop Cup, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Peace Cup. Did, did, did they present the trophy on the pitch at the end of the uh, uh, yeah at the start of the first home game of the year? Though. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the team. What are you talking um, about, Matt? Promotion with Pierre Van Guidon, 
uh, relegation the following year. And it's been 23 years since we've been in top flight football. And it's not even been a sniff of getting there. Playoffs a couple of times. But we've been, we've gone from Premiership, like top, onto the third tier of football and spent two or three years in the two, third, third tier of football as well. And it's been pretty miserable and pretty dour all the way through, to be honest. At least, at least you, you no, all, speak. All... Go on, Paul. Well, I was going to say all all the people I've spoken to who have, who have supported teams that have dropped down to to League One. So, so over, over the previous couple of years, you've got you've got Leeds, you've got Norwich, you've got Sheffield United. All of them have just said, and Forest. That all they've said is just you go to like you go to games midweek where you're playing. Walsall, and he's just thinking, "What the fuck am I doing in my life? I'm watching. I'm I watching my team play Walsall. I went to. I went to watch Forest play Doncaster at the old Doncaster Stadium. Oh Christ! I've been there. I've got a story about that stadium. I don't know. I, I, don't, to I was like too strong on the football now. <laughs> I, I would have to walk three miles to get to that stadium for starters, and then you got there, and you're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you just thought, is this it? And then we lost as well, I think. We lost all through. It, it was just it, I don't want you you don't want to sound like a Liverpool fan. And and that's the problem. You start to sound like a Liverpool fan. But you just think, how bad has it got that we're here now? You know, and it and, and we should be better and yeah, we have won two European Championships and you can talk about living in the past and all that kind of thing, but it wasn't even that we were living in the past. It was... We've been to League Cup Finals and, and you know, we've been in Europe and stuff like that and not through, like, finishing, you know, losing in the League Cup Final or something like that. We we got there through where you'd finished in the Premier League and it was just bad management after bad management, bad chairman throwing money at crap and you know and then you're there in Doncaster on a Saturday afternoon fucking hell I, <laughs> I went I went with, with Rich one Saturday afternoon to Doncaster so shout out Mr Walker if you're listening and it was back when it, it was still the, the same ground you, you mentioned that it was when it was the, the Earth Stadium or whatever it was called and essentially it was a, a, a medium sized stand two shit stands and then their corporate end which was essentially porter cabins stacked on top of each other and we went it was the season after City finished second in the old Division 3 go on Paul what's up no uh, well I'll I'll keep I'll I'll wait until you've finished because there's no way you like I've got the topper for all shit stadiums just don't you worry about it as soon as you mentioned them earlier on, I've been to Walsall as well. And that was uh, not fun. That's, yeah, I've been there um, as well. That's fine. Yeah, never been the best. So, so we went. So we went. It was the season after City had got promoted. I think from the old Division Three to um, League One, as it was, because that was the season it all changed round. Doncaster had gone up as champions, and and Hull had finished second. And obviously, still got promoted. So, you know, Yorkshire Derby and all the rest of it, as you can imagine. Everything was definitely friendly, and then they paraded the trophy at half time. 
which immediately turned everything sour. But on top of that, it was hands down the coldest I have ever been at a football game. Doncaster at the time was still a, a, a standing ground. Um, and because of everything that happened, the buses just wanted to get out of there as soon as it was finished. So me and Rich had to... Me and Rich had to sort of hop over this fence, and it, I, I say that like it's a big six foot. Like, no, it wasn't even quite waist height. But because we'd been stood so still in such bloody cold temperatures, both of us went to lift our leg over this fence um, and essentially pulled every single muscle from our ankle to our groin, and pretty much just <laughs> fell over, fell over the fence. It was like, oh. and like, and as well, I, can't, I, I don't think we won that day either. So it was like proper shit day out really this is what right. football does to you people so in the in the uh, in the annals of great football stadia um, for the first time ever I went to a an away stadium where there was for football no segregation so there was no away supporters there was no home supporters, there was just people who paid to get into the ground. So... <laughs> you can see it because it's... Oh, I, can't get, I can't get it to sort of like... The, the, the sort of glare. So that's, Where that's is it? the... Hey? Where is it? What ground is it? Oh, we'll come to that. Um, sorry, I've, I've forgotten the hospitality stand. Is this a ground? Is this a ground near me? No. Okay. So that was the that was the uh, the the Roddy Pilkington stand at Chorley's ground. Chorley. Yes. So, uh, as a as a belated as a belated um, birthday gift, uh, me and James took 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 Dad to see Harlepool United away at Chorley. For a nil-nil. <laughs> oh my god. Happy birthday. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. Like, like, I've like, got like, to stop taking people to football for their birthdays. Because that happened like so. Talk, talk, <laughs> no shots on target. Oh, no, there was probably shots on target that one. Um, paid to take Gotti for his birthday. Because he'd never been in the away end at York. And he thought, oh, I'm never, never going to get another chance again because this is the this is the last season at York uh, that York are playing at Bootham. That was seven years ago, so <laughs> so they've still been playing there for the past seven years. Yeah. Uh, so I took him to I took him to York versus Hartlepool. Nil nil, no shots on target. <laughs> what a game! Jesus Christ! Why is this the most popular? Why is this the most popular game in the world? I don't know. It's, it's, it's insane, funny, isn't it? It's, it's genuinely it's terrible. You know, like, oh yeah, football is the most popular game in the world. Do you think you can go there and you can spend three, four hours of your life travelling to, getting to, and then you can sit there and you can think, this is the worst afternoon I've ever had in my life and there's been some terrible afternoon. And... Just think, this is the most popular game in the world. Why? This, this it's, it is popular. It's insane. insane. No wonder the Americans don't get it. 
the best part is these days you've probably paid a minimum of around 30 quid for the privilege as well well then if you take more than one person you're looking at somewhere near 100 quid all right <laughs> turning into a grumpy old bastard cast now <laughs> well gentlemen things were better in my day he's starting to start his heroin for old people uh, as the uh, as the doomsday clock that is the uh, the Zoom forty minute curse has reared its ugly head again, we have now ticked over to less than one minute. What is it you gentlemen want to do at this point in time? I need to go and have some taste. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want, mate. I'm, I'm, I've got no plans because I am still practicing lockdown. So if you want to carry on, I'm good for that. If you don't. Do we want to pause it, start another one if possible, and we could always like keep chatting and then wrap up at some point within the next forty minutes? Right. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And it's got to the toilet. I'll I'll stop it there then, because otherwise it's going to cut us off, and we'll start again momentarily. Be right back. Bye. And we are back after uh, after mildly. The, the 50-50-ness of the beers earlier on in that small interlude I have gone back to Tiny Rebel this time milkshake also actually, go- actually good and I don't mean to sound quite so surprised when I say that but what yeah was, what one was that Very, one? it is an Olicana and Jester New England IPA 4.5% milkshake it's very nice very nice and as the name would suggest got a slight bit of dankness to it. Nice. I'll still make your way through that um, the Imperial Goat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's, it's, it's nice. That's, it's the way it's I, nice. The way, I explain, the way I'd explain it is it's the sort of beer that you'd buy, if you were in a taste, if you were in a tap room, you'd buy a third of it to see if you liked it and then you'd maybe go for a two thirds or something like that. And it's a sort of beer that you'd get a third, and that third would last you a while. <laughs> it's to, to throw it back to the conversation of uh, the foot to, to relate to the football thing we were just talking about. It's the equivalent of watching your team win one nil, but they don't score till like the eighty-fifth minute because it, it it starts off full of promise, and it's all right for a bit in the middle, and then finally by the end you're just like, thank God. Or is it, or is it, when, they, or is, or is it when they score in the first minute? That's Maybe, what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. They've done it. They've done all the hard work up front, and then you've just got to watch them toil for eighty-three minutes or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I, you see, I, I am. I, I liked that beer. I didn't find it half as. But then again, Paul found it difficult drinking, and this is the man who, quite clearly, before shed a tear when uh, Radlers have stopped stopped production. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think if I hadn't had two beers before this then I'd be alright but it's the fact that I've had a very nice uh, New England IPA and a, a very very nice double IPA and then I'm kind of finishing with this and it feels like it almost feels like they've like got a you know like when you go for breakfast and they put a pancake on there like a proper American thick pancake and you're like I'm going to eat this because it's on my plate but I generally don't think I've got any space for it and literally the space for it is my mouth and maybe a little bit of my 
my gullet <laughs> Have you still got the camera? It's a little bit in there, I'm going to throw it up. It's kind of a little bit like that. Have you, have you still got the cam next to you? Yeah, yeah. Just read just read the description on it. What, what does it say it's called? What does it say on the front of the cam? Imperial breakfast... I mean, I, I know what I'm making. I know what I'm making. The, the reference I'm making is... It's, it's linked. Uh, Imperial breakfast goes with blueberry and blueberry salt and natural flavorings. Fucking weird. I, I, I think I think you've both done it a day. I enjoyed that bit. I'm not. I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I just think it's a bit of an effort to get through it. <laughs> if I would have drank it first, it'd probably be all right. But it's it's the third. Uh, it was. I, I went into. I went into the fridge, the the the, the indoor fridge, not the garage fridge. And it was a choice of um, of that. Uh, I the, the coffee porter that Magic Rock do. Yeah. Um, dark, is it dark arts that one? No, I can't think what it's called. Wake. It's not wake up and smell the coffee. Is it or something like that? No. Um. Uh, or the uh, top rope brewing, um, the one that we got the um, Canadian destroyer. The, yeah, yeah. So I was like, something. You know, of all three, they're all going to be a tube to get through. So there's probably the lighter of the three, to be honest. The other one. See that? Like that's that's why I end up doing with mine though. Like all my like IPAs and um, sort of like that sort of style always go first. And then I end up with like a line full in the fridge where it just pour, 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 pour all the way down. And I bought them because I've been, I think, oh, they sound nice. And then I just can't, like, I can't bring myself, I like, I'm not going to drink more than one porter in a night. I'm no. going to keep it, I'm going to keep it for the last one. But then... And that's the, that's, always, that's the problem that I always have is that I think, well, well you know, you want to finish the night on a porter. So you're like... I'll have, a, I'll have a, I'll have an IPA or I'll have a sour. Then I'll have another IPA and another sour. Anything? Oh, it's got to about eleven o'clock, and I could have a whiskey or I could have this kind of porter or stout that I've really not been looking forward to. Oh, okay, I'll just have a, a nice, a nice whiskey with a with a block of ice in, and it'll be nice and refreshing as I go to bed. I <laughs> see. This is the perfect. This is the perfect. Uh, the perfect chance to have this debate because we've got a perfect split here. Because we've got two bourbon men and we've got two Scotch men or two. Well, you do. You two would probably whiskey. class yourself as actual whiskey drinkers, wouldn't you? Scotch Scotch I, is blended uh, whiskey. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not entirely adverse to bourbon, but I do prefer actual whiskey. Single malt whiskey is you can pick kind of what you want to drink and yeah. The, like like the, for me as well, the peatier the better. I love a peaty whiskey. I'll drink a whiskey, but couldn't disagree more. The, the peaty ones. Oh, you get your nose in it. It's like I, I, I love it. I absolutely it's, that, it's that medicinal quality that I just can't get past. It's just, ugh, oh, too, too overpowering. It's, it smells like it smells like it's just been dug out of the ground. 
Like yeah. how, how can you how can you drink essentially what is sweetened whiskey and and say that that's not medicinal because it just it, like it's got that kind of I'm not saying it's bad because it's got its place but like that kind of like fake sort of sweetness to it it's not a I think I think the thing for me I don't know, I don't know if Andy's the same as this but for me I always have it with like shit loads of ice like I'll, I'll always get like the more ice the better for me so I like to get it nice and cold so it's a case of because it's so cold like you almost get the taste and the flavour literally as it hits about here so you don't you don't taste any of it until it's until it's in your lungs or something like that or like your lungs okay so on that on that basis then flip it round think about your what, like what's your favourite thing to eat Oh Christ! At the minute, anything that's like you know warm or cold or served to me or. <laughs> but genuinely though, like say like what like what is like if somebody said what is your favourite food? What is your go-to thing? I think I think I'd probably say burgers or pizza. Right. Okay. So, how many times have you ever got a burger or a pizza that you really like where you thought, do you know what? I don't want to taste it with my actual mouth. I want to taste it with my gullet. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Like, if I was saying, like, this, pe- this pizza or this burger would be much better if I put a load of tomato sauce on it. Or <laughs> barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, lovely barbecue. Which is weird, because I absolutely fucking hate barbecue sauce on pizza. So, Or, or as it's known for the uh, parent of toddlers, dip dip. It's not sauce, it's dip dip. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, that's just a thing. Yeah. When my elder, when my eldest got into uh, hummus, it wasn't hummus; it was dip dip. Yeah. But so yeah, so like, I I am. Um, if you're saying that you don't taste it till it's halfway down, you've already wasted the best, the, like the opportunity of having it. You don't if you don't enjoy it as it goes in. It's weird because it definitely it definitely caught. It's not like caught in reverse for me. It sort of hits and then it comes back up. Not in like a vomit style way. It's sort of like, it's sort of like, it's sort of, I can't really explain it. It sort of, it does it in like sort of two ways. It sort of goes down and then like you get the sort of the fumes that sort of come back through to sort of like give you the secondary flavours. I I, I just, I always find, I'm I'm not particularly focusing on two brands, but and the brands that I've tasted when it comes to bourbon uh, Jack Daniels and Jim Beam I just find it's really harsh on the way down it feels like it's kind of burning from the moment you, it, in the mouth it's not too bad but the moment you swallow it it's like it burns all the way down and it's not a pleasant experience no, whereas with I, I'd with agree, good, agree with that with a good single malt whiskey it kind of sits in the mouth and kind of coats it quite nicely and then when you swallow it it kind of carries on that kind of taste or flavour yeah Often I mean the like phrase, so the phrase just, just absolutely fucks your shit up yeah, I think <laughs> it's weird because for me I, I tend to sort of go I, I don't really go for the sort of the bulk standard ones like I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't order a Jack Daniels. Like if I was out in a bar, I'd, I'd look for something that's a bit more sort of not for one of a better phrase, more craft sort of style. 
one that like there's bat- like, brewed in smaller batches and stuff like that. So I know Andy used to drink a lot of Maker's Mark back in the yeah. day. It's your whiskey choice, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, like, maybe, maybe that's what I need to try like Bullet, towards the back end of my, of my drinking, Bullet had just sort of like broken onto the scene. And that is one of the smoothest whiskey, like bourbons you can put in your mouth. It's, it's just, it was a, a very sort of, that's a top notch drink. I'm sure I've still got a bottle of that floating around. What's that one? Bullet. Bullet. That's like, I mean, I've, I've I've often said like the various different um, games that I've exited, um, they always get good when I leave, um, and like the 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 craft beers and stuff like that, like not you know none of this existed. Like you know, brewing brewing beer and stuff like that was what the odd person did in their garage, you know every now and then somebody somebody always knew someone that brewed their own beer and that was that and then now it is literally everywhere i've seen i've gone in supermarkets and you you can see that shift where it's like half a shelf has got a couple of a cat a couple of little cans and maybe a bottle or something i think it might have been sainsbury's i went into a little while ago and about a third of their the, uh, the section that the craft stuff was in was that craft beer. It was like, holy shit, it's taken over. Um, so yeah, but like, it's like the same, like I say, the, the, the bullet had just sort of come onto the scene more at the time that I sort of stopped drinking. But I'd, uh, I'd gone through a couple, <laughs> through a couple of bottles, uh, and it, I have the, uh, smooth. I, have, I have the father-in-law to, to, to thank for my, uh, whiskey education because he is uh, he's very knowledgeable upon that subject however uh, we we have we have had the odd whiskey night which has ended in tears because we've had a, a poker board out as well and just just a few of us sat having a, a game and the whiskey's kind of ran its course and you, you do need something else to freshen it up a bit and uh, one of the other things I like is port can't stand red wine I do like port still don't understand why there is that, that kind of but yeah, I, uh, we'd have so much whiskey that I'd, I think I, I piled pretty much what was a full bottle of pot over his post at one point. <laughs> Not great. There was uh, somebody we somebody we used to work with who's uh, the 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 other podcast I've done today. Uh, uh, the the lad, that lad got uh, majorly into drinking pot, like like. That, that was the drink of choice. It was like, okay, don't, don't, don't you get gout from drinking that? that is, cheese and pork is a definite um, kind of recognised as a, as a as a lead into gout. I've, I've not managed it yet, and I do like both of those things, so I'm still good so far. Pork, pork's, pork. In fact, pork's a definite special occasion kind of drink. I don't know, it's not a yeah, I, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, but like if that special occasion just happens to fall after a Friday and before a Sunday, then that's also fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when I go in, when I go into the drinks cupboard, it's like uh, I'll have a whiskey kind of thing before I go for port. Just on on the on that basis, 
of whereas when we're all together normally for the wrestling and, and we, we have the ready to grumble thing on, on the drinks basis whichever prick decided to put Blue Wicked in port to make Cheeky Vim- Vimto fuck off because you're just <laughs> absolute it, it's that is like fucking tipping the, the cheapest shittiest Tesco value lemonade into the highest quality single malt whiskey you possibly can just don't ruin a nice drink with a cheap shit bullshit equivalent thing that's just going in that not having that Bradley uh, I mean yeah but what surely there in a, in a Radler surely you probably value the cloudy lemonade higher than the Foster's Lager well it's got a higher yeah, alcohol content <laughs> so do you reckon would you say that that's, that's just ruined a perfectly good cloudy lemonade there yeah what you probably find is if, if you've got like a good like um craft brewed lager like uh, something like that then you take one of your fancy um, lemonades kind of um, like that or something like that <laughs> and then you put them together that's like that's the bastardisation of both of those things <laughs> well the new like the newest craze the newest craze is the hard seltzer isn't it what the fuck even is that? It just sounds like what you'd do the morning after. Bear with me. Oh, oh dear, he's going. The hard, hard seltzer was that. He's up and down like a bride's night, is that lad? And then, and then he equates for the, it for to the, the YouTube morning after seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any idea what he's talking about, Andy? All I can say is, from watching a lot of American football with a lot of American adverts, Americans are just losing their shit over yep. the seltzers. Bud Light seltzer, right? So, exactly. I can't see that. Four point seven. Spike seltzer. seltzer. Can you not get arrested for that shit? Raspberry and lime. <laughs> That's all. If you were to pick that can up in any supermarket or something like that, you'd just think, that's a wanky. Yeah. Or, or some it's, sort of raspberry ripple beer, by the look of it's it. Brewed, it's brewed by Lervig, so it's it's a part of the it's a part of the beer sort of... It is part of the wanky, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Casing <laughs> point. <laughs> lime after lime. Okay, yeah, never... Lime and coconut heard of both of those salsa. brewers, but never heard of that. Where'd you pick that up from? That looks like it would be. Oh, no, it says Pilsner on it. No, it's got more lager in it. Bradley. Oh, you bastard. Hell. It's ruined it. It's like a Rattler under the, 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 Thing. But uh, I don't know. I still don't really know what it is. Personally, it's, it sounds like it's just alcoholic flavored sparkling water. So is it so, essentially the the hooch of the modern generation? Yeah, but that was that was definitely like lemonade, wasn't it? So this is this is oh. this is supposed to be the closest thing to like water that is both alcoholic and sparkling. 
I thought I was treading a thin line with these ghosts and sours that I was enjoying at the moment, but what the fuck is going on? <laughs> there's, there's some, there's, like, like obviously you, you guys know Rich, and, and again, if he's listening, shout out to Rich. There is his his local pub. Uh, he will probably self-admit is is in the back end of beyond. And there is there is a phrase that is uttered in that pub. If if ever a sour or a fruit based a fruit based beer is mentioned, it, it's a ah fruit based beverage for the lady. <laughs> and again, no no comment on on anything that we've said before tonight. But um, it like that kind of place doesn't doesn't do flavoured beer other than the uh, like we said the water, the barley, and the hops. That's it. So it will be the it's, it's the uh, it's the equivalent of like uh, I think it was. Like way back in the day, Frankie Boyle did a uh, did a joke where it was a guy walks into a Scottish bar. And says, can, I, can I get a lager and lime, please? We don't serve cocktails around it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he started, I was like, "Is this going to be a we don't serve cocktails?" But what it sounded like it could have turned into was stuff. Then moors stick to that main road. <laughs> You made me miss that. I mean, like, we we laugh it, we laugh, we laugh it, it cheap, but my dad is like he likes his peronis, he likes his um you know, the San Miguel's, those kind of things. And uh, apparently he was talking to my cousin's husband and he was talking about real ale, like root temperature ale, and he he came to me and like, You don't really need that shite beer. I don't have a fucking clue what that guy was on about. <laughs> and it was just I think this is the thing it's like real temperature like real ale room temperature ale that's a different kind of uh, kettle of fish that like it's uh, you, you, I have been I have been to a very very nice real ale establishment in Spalding of all of all places um, and there were there was no kegs at all everything was served from a box like a bag in a box something that was a, a suitable angle suitable room temperature and it sounds horrendous. wasn't really. It was really good. Still not sure about really the size of it. Fine. It's like just that. from the people who were there oh, is, the, is the problem. Mm. I'm not. Um, uh, yeah, it, like I say, it's, it's the, the cider version of that that I'm not. I can't cope with because essentially, like, if you have like a glass of something that's slightly warm that looks like piss, it it probably. Just if it looks like piss and it smells like piss <laughs> and, it's the, and it's the same temperature as piss and <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you were saying you were saying about the Peronis and, and stuff like that there is a time and place for those beers and every single one of them is Pizza Express <laughs> Pizza Express or if you're on holiday in Italy Spain Greece exactly. whatever the Whatever the local beer is, is very nice. You know, like when we went to Dublin, you know, Guinness is forever ruined by a trip to Dublin. Absolutely. And you drink a pint of Guinness there and it's like, Jesus Christ, this is the best beer on the planet. And then you come home and you go, ah, you know what, I had a really nice pint of Guinness a week ago in Dublin. I have a pint of Guinness. And you're like, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this from the local sewer. <laughs> oh, like, to be fair, 
all you three have said exactly the same thing there. Like you, you've all said that. Like it tastes like completely different over there. It does the unfortunate thing is that it's not the best beer in Dublin? It's which, just which, what? Which is? from the blank expression on my face I had had like myself quite a bit by that point um, I think if anything though it was a, ni- a nice break from the black stuff at that point um, yeah. just, was, uh, just, uh, just to bear in mind uh, it was my trip to Dublin that ended my drinking career <laughs> 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 and this story that's going on right now I know exactly how that went I <laughs> We went to an award ceremony, so we flew out there, we were staying overnight, and we were flying back the next afternoon. We weren't even going to be there 24 hours. By the time we were getting about ready to head back to the hotel to get ready to go to the thing in the evening, we were sat in a pub and it was like this old Guinness, this old like proper Irish whiskey and stuff. And I, I think I was on my second or third Guinness and whiskey that wasn't the first pub wasn't the second or the third pub we'd been in I think we'd been there about four hours and we still had an award thing to go to which was a free bar and incidentally to come full circle the uh, we went to the bars like uh, can, I have, can I have a Jack Daniels please no, I'm going to Jack Daniels sorry what we have got bullet though Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I uh, I stopped drinking the next day. <laughs> With the um, like when when me and Matt went went there, like that was always going to end in tears on the basis of the day that we were flying out. We were supposed to fly at something like half seven in the morning, and it got it got delayed until like was it quarter past one or something in the afternoon. <sighs> Passion fruit and mango. I don't, I don't know if it's worrying that I can tell what he's drinking from a can that's upside down and not completely in focus. But <laughs> that's slightly worrying, I think. That so looks tremendous. It's at this point that James, if James was watching slash had text him, he'd be saying, why the fuck are you having an orange aid as a drink? A lovely orange This is where I'd argue with him, because that looks like a beer to me. That's because it quite clearly is a bit. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what? It's nice. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not a patch on the uh, the, the linger. The, not the lingerberry. The boysenberry. 
Oh, and that one's insane. The boysenberry is the best beer I've ever drank. That that was something else. That that that, that is a bold claim. That that's that's the, it's definitely one of the best uh, triple fruited goes that they've done. Easily. Or other things, we need to go back to Dublin again. Yes, or I just need to go to Dublin. Or we need to go to Dublin if you've not been. Need to, win, need to win the lottery as well because it's very expensive. Oh, yeah. there, there are two things that people say about Dublin and one of them is always about how the Guinness tastes better and the other one is how horrendously expensive it is there. And they are correct on both counts. It is so expensive. Or just another part of Ireland then. <laughs> it was, it, it still, it was, it was, it was a wicked weekend. Like, we got we got to do quite a lot of cool stuff that week, didn't we? Like we just like Croke Park and everything. Eh. Got to, we even got to, to sample the local spot of, or the, the uh, indigenous spot of curling, which uh, take that as you will if you don't know what it is. But um, that was good fun as well. So that you could go and have have a skinful by going around the Guinness factory, and then they let you loose with a big stick and a really hard ball. So. <laughs> Coordination was well out of the window by that point. <laughs> We'd walked quite a long way by the time. Yeah, we had actually. Yeah, we had. Jeez. That Irish one, all the way from uh, <laughs> St James's Gate to uh, to Croke Park. That was a height, man. That was. We <laughs> lost Paul. What's he doing? Oh, sorry. I'm, uh, of course, checking in the wanky. So. I haven't done that for ages. I've been really off, really off the boil with keeping track of my beer. Well. I was going to say untapped. I've just not even even <laughs> Well, at this point, gentlemen, oh. we've ticked over to uh, the the last four minutes of this meeting. Wow. Okay. Which uh, I, long, fun. I imagine uh, this is probably time to uh, put a lovely bow on this bad boy. Has anybody got anything that they've, they've desperately wanted to cover off? To? Oh, I mean, look at that. It's like Finished. it was a sign. As, as, as we said before, wow. don't be a prick. Just be nice to each other. That is that, yes. that is all I want at the moment. Just stop being a prick. If you're being a prick, stop being a prick. I second just, and third nice that emotion. That's what we need to be. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right, boys, uh, thank you very much for that. I'll stop the recording right there. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Yes, indeed. Big thank you to all the Getting Over guys for uh, freeing up their evenings to uh, chat, talk. Mm, try not to use the word nonsense. Um, you know, it's good content. Uh, but yeah. There's a reason it's called BS Cast, but uh, it's still good content. YouTube watchers, do make sure you're subscribing because that's uh, that's the right thing to do. Everybody, jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some social media love, or even an email. How about that? That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm gonna say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>